0: Welcome to Scuba Shack Radio, episode 62, recorded Sunday, July 4th, 2021. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Happy Fourth of July, everyone, and thank you for listening to this holiday edition of Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Centropino. Well, I hope you're getting a chance to enjoy our country's birthday and take advantage of this three-day weekend. Also, I just reached a big milestone last week. I've retired from my professional career with a big insurance company and will now be able to divert more time to the dive shop. You can call it retired, but not really retired. Let's see how that goes. Sometimes it seems like the more time you think you have, you never have enough. Also, our crew just got back from some fantastic Great Lakes diving. They journeyed to the upper part of Michigan and were able to dive several shipwrecks in three of the Great Lakes, Lakes Michigan, Huron, and Superior. The pictures and video look fantastic. Next year, the plan is to head back to Tobamori. For me, I think I'll hold off for the reefs of Little Cayman or the Bahamas. Warm water, good viz, and a three millimeter wetsuit is my kind of diving. On today's show, I'll have another installment of Sea Hunt, It's Still Alive, where we'll meet the hero. Can you guess who that might be? But first up is Wet Notes, Scuba Shack Radio's news and information update. So let's get started with this 4th of July show. This is Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio for Sunday, July 4th, 2021. First up today, I want to talk about Reef Fest 2021. This October, the Reef Environmental Educational Foundation will again be holding Reef Fest from Thursday, October 14th to Sunday, October 17th in Key Largo. That's four days of some great activity. The festivities kick off on Thursday at 1 o'clock. You can then get a couple of days of diving in on Friday and Saturday morning with a two-tank dive from either Key Divers, Amore Dive Resort, or Quaessence. Those charters run about $90, and they go out at 8 a.m. If you want to do a kayak tour, you could also do that for $60 with Florida Bay Outfitters. There are seven afternoon workshops and seminars and activities at John Pennekamp Park, the Coral Re- Restoration Foundation, the History of Diving Museum, and the Florida Keys Wild Bird Sanctuary. Wow, this sounds like a great event. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it down due to a family obligation, but this sounds really good. Be sure to check out Reefrest, that's Reef Fest 2021 on their website. Well, who watches the TV show Curse of Oak Island? I think Matt has watched every episode, and I think they're still searching for treasure. But I came across an interesting article about one of the guys on the show. I guess Tony Sampson had a strange situation happen about a year ago. Tony is frequently on the show, and he runs a tour company called salty dog tours. Well, he was taking some tourists out when one of his guests' hat blew off. So Tony quickly turned the boat around to fetch the hat, and that's when he spotted something else, a boater in the water. Apparently, the boater was on his maiden voyage with this new boat when it capsized, and he couldn't get to his life jacket because it was tied to the boat's seat. Oh, no. So, Tony, fortunately, rescued the boater in what is called the Oak Island Triangle. Something like the Bermuda Triangle, I guess. The boat subsequently washed up on Oak Island. Now, at least those guys found something there. About a year ago, Olympus announced that they were getting out of the digital imaging business. And that they would not be making cameras any longer. And that would have been a shame if, these, uh, tech, if this technology went by the wayside. I really like my uh, Olympus TG-6. Well, don't worry. A new company named OM Digital Solutions is producing the old Olympus cameras, binoculars, and audio gear. They took over in January 2021. Their website is getolympus.com. Now, if you want to know more about the company, check out om-digitalsolutions.com. This company is based out of Tokyo, and it's led by Shigemi Sagamoto. OM Digital Solutions employs about 2,000 people with a valuation of 27 billion yen, or about 333 million U.S. dollars. The OM comes from the 1970s OM solutions that they put in place to make cameras smaller, more rugged, and quieter. This is great news, especially for us Olympus fans. Here's some sobering news out of Florida. The manatees are under stress. As of June 4th this year, 782 manatees have died in 2021 alone and that's a 151% increase from the 331 that died during the same period last year. To put this in perspective, the record number of deaths for manatees in a year is 821, or 824, and that was in 2018. This increase is so dramatic that Representative Vern Buchanan from Florida wrote a letter to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services to change their status from threatened to endangered. And that's the highest level of protection here in the U.S. The Florida manatee used to be on the endangered list until 2017, when their numbers rose above 6,600. They now estimate a census of about 7,500, but as we can see, that number is going in the wrong direction. Now what's the cause? Food availability. The seagrass is being killed off by oversaturation of nutrients and the manatees simply starve to death. Not sure how a change in status will solve this sad scenario, but we need to start someplace. Well, it's summer and I know that a lot of people like to catch up on some summer reading while they're on vacation. Well, Scuba Diving Magazine just published a list of books that you might consider. In their armchair adventure section, a couple of books stood out. One of them was In Oceans Deep, Courage, Innovation, and Adventure Beneath the Waves, and that's written by Bill Stever. And it's a history of our underwater presence. He covers submarines, saturation diving, and recreational gear. Bill also goes into the impacts of ROVs versus in-person exploration. You can pick up this uh, book, In Ocean Deep, for about $15 in paperback. Now, the second book is Exploration Deep Ocean, the first descent to the bottom of all five of the world's oceans, and it's written by Josh Young. The book covers the exploits of Victor Vescovo, and his team on their history-making mission. You can find this book in hardcover for a little over $21. Time to kick back with some good summer reading. And finally, here on Wet Notes, if you're a collector of vintage scuba gear or want to start, mark your calendar for the Vintage Scuba Auction on July 17th. The auction is run by the nation's attic and you can register at liveauctioneers.com. Now, the auction starts at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. You can go to the site now and take a peek at all the cool stuff. You can also register and bid early. The first part of the auction focuses on vintage scuba gear from the 1940s to the 1970s, things like regulators, knives, masks, etc. Then it switches to maritime artifacts, and closes out uh, with the really expensive stuff, those classic military and commercial hard hats. I missed the last one because I was out diving, but we'll definitely try to tune into this next one. Get set up early and register. It moves pretty quickly when, when the uh, auction goes off. And don't miss out on that special piece of scuba history. Well, that's it for Wet Notes for Sunday, July 4th, 2021. Time for another installment of Sea Hunt It's Still Alive. And this time we're going back to season one, episode 26, The Hero. And it premiered on July 5th, 1958, 63 years ago, on my third birthday. The Hero opens up with Mike Underwater, telling us that he's working with Dr. George Snyder on a project to turn ocean plants into food. Apparently they need funding for their research, and that's where a millionaire, Elliot Conway, and his wife, Gloria, come in. You see, Elliot is a big game hunter, and he wants to take his hunting underwater, and he wants to hunt for sharks and giant squid. Only problem, he doesn't know how to dive. He needs Mike to teach him and Gloria so he can bag what's down there. Mike's price? $5,000. Now, since it's going to research, Gloria says... It's a worthy cause and a tax write off. Elliot agrees to pay Mike $2,500 up front and the remaining $2,500 when he gets his first shark. So now they're off to a place known for sharks, Puerto Blanco, and they go in Elliot's private plane, and that plane looks like a DC 3 named Misguided Gal. Now, Puerto Blanco is on the west coast of South America, a small fishing village with a new hotel. Not much more. Just as they're getting off the plane, a guy comes running up, and he introduces himself as Dr. Gomez, and he needs the use of Elliot's plane to get a sick child to a hospital over three hours away. Elliot agrees. So now, they're all set to start their scuba training, and Mike tells Gloria, Things will be okay if Elliot follows all precautions. Gloria says, He never does. Mike's response, He better. Now, before they start their training, Mike scouts out the deep area offshore for sharks. We see a variety of sharks white tips, black tips, and even some clownfish. Interesting. Now we start to see what scuba training was like in 1958. Mike takes the couple through snorkeling skills and then talks about how the equipment is delicate and technical. He tells them there is only one way, and that is safely. Theory and practice, that's what it takes. But Elliot is getting impatient. In the next scene, we see Mike demonstrating what happens when a balloon is inflated at depth and brought up. Boom, goes the balloon. Back on the boat, Mike tells them it's called an air embolism and you must always exhale, exhale as you extend. Gloria asks Mike, how fast? And he tells her, no faster than your bubbles. Elliot wants to know, when do we stop learning and go hunting? He wants his shark. Gloria says she's tired and wants to sit out the next dive. Elliot tries to coax her into diving, but Mike says, it's dangerous to dive if you're tired. So now we switch back to the hotel, and we can clearly see the tension between Elliot and Gloria. Gloria tells Mike that that Elliot is a mixed-up millionaire. He's an architect who inherited the Conway Oil Company when his father was killed in an auto accident. Elliot doesn't want to really be an architect anymore. Just a big game hunter. Now, Elliot comes into the scene and he's carrying a new spear gun that he's all proud of. It's cocked and loaded. Mike is furious and he and Elliot start to argue. And in the argument, Elliot drops the spear gun. It goes off, narrowly missing Gloria and lodging in the palm tree. Now we switch back underwater. Mike says Elliot has, be, Elliot has become a pretty good shot with the spear gun, and they're shooting at this target that's set up, kind of like for archery. But Mike says he just needs to stop pointing a gun at Mike. Now we switch back to land, where Mike, Gloria, and Elliot are working on a camera to document the shark hunt. Elliot says he wants to order chicken cacciatore for dinner. Mike tells him, oh no, that's too spicy before diving. Gloria says, okay, good, now he'll probably order two. And as Elliot goes off, it's just Mike and Gloria now. Gloria tells Mike she's unhappy, made a big mistake in marrying Elliot. Mike tries to console her, and she tells Mike he's sweet, and she puts her head on his chest. Elliot sees this and is upset. What's going to happen when they go on the shark hunt? The next morning, they are at the dive site. Mike goes in first, finds the shark, and is ready to take them down for the hunt, just as soon as he can get the bait ready. Now the three of them are down below, at 75 feet. Gloria has the camera as Mike and Elliot head off to the hunt. Just then, we switch to the surface, and a boat is approaching. It's Dr. Gomez. He needs Elliot's plane again. As he gets close to the dive boat, he throws his anchor over the side, and it crashes down into Gloria, breaking her reg. Mike just happens to look back and sees that Gloria is in trouble, and they both rush back. Elliot steps in and starts buddy-breathing with Gloria. The sharks, fresh off the bait, sense trouble as the big one continues to circle. Mike is impressed with Elliot's calmness and sends them to the surface, while Mike fights a rear-guard action again. And he spears the big shark. We then see all the divers back on board, and Dr. Gomez says we must go ashore. Back at the hotel, Elliot asks Mike, Why don't they have a hospital here in Puerto Blanco? Mike tells him it's always money. Just then, Dr. Gomez emerges and scolds Mike for letting Gloria dive in her condition. She's expecting a child in six months. And Dr. Gomez congratulates uh, Elliot by saying, Congratulations, senor. Now you need to take her back to the States to the hospital. That does it. Elliot is going to build a hospital in Puerto Blanco. And he tells Mike it'll be done in six months. Mike says that can't be done. Elliot replies, You don't know me when I go to work. Elliot Conway, the hero. You'd recognize him. That's Larry Hagman, J.R. Ewing from Dallas, or Tony Nelson from My Dream of Genie. Hmm. Mike Nelson? Tony Nelson? Coincidence? Who knows? Well, I guess Mike Nelson isn't the only hero on Sea Hunt. That was a great episode from Season 1, and they also incorporated a lot of teaching about scuba diving in that show. It was good. Well, I hope you enjoyed this 4th of July show, and I hope your summer is off and running. Until next time, thanks again for tuning in, and I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with more Scuba Shack Radio. Until then, so long, everyone.